Hello, and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Suits' premier popular culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Emanuel's John Baptiste, the first and the last. Today we have... John. And... It's me, Asia. And... Sam. And it's the full crew here today. We're here to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 and give our thoughts on, uh, I guess, the initial 20 hours. It's a long game. It's a long game, and we didn't want this content to go uh, a waste. Just in yeah, it, 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 like, it'd probably take us at least another couple weeks, I think, to finish the game fully. Yeah. And uh, the game's fresh right now. Let's get our, our thoughts on it, and then we're going to do a follow-up. Yeah, we'll do a follow-up when we both finished it. Maybe even with Asia finishing it. Could be. Who knows? When, when Asia gets her 100 hours in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we begin on that, uh, we are having a really cool holiday sale on the Entertainment Stew website for our shop, shopentertainmentstew.com. Well, it's entertainment, entertainment, uh, entertainmentstew.com slash shop. It's entertainmentstewshop.com. Wait, entertainment stew. We're going to go ahead and cut that back. Roll that back. Uh, it's entertainmentstew.com slash shop. Yeah, so go to our regular website, uh, go to the homepage, do a little slash, then just type in the word shop. Or you can just put shop on the top of our homepage, because yep. I, I put a, a link there. We've got a link there. Just click shop. It'll also be the link down below. Yeah, we've got a link here. Uh, tons of places to go to the shop. Really awesome sales going on. Some really cool t-shirt designs uh, from these two crew. I'd like to think uh, so. Yeah, Sam, really amazing job on those. Thank you. Uh, I love some of the stuff you put out. Here we have the, the what's... The big end for this holiday season is our Rainbow Saiyans collection. Um, Sam, what's your first three designs for the Rainbow Saiyans collection? So for the first three designs for the Rainbow Saiyans collection, it's going to be Trunks, mm -hmm. Broly, and Gogeta. Go. Gogeta. Go. But Go. specifically, Go. Um, Dragon Ball Super Broly and Dragon Ball Super Gogeta. Yeah, sorry. I got to clarify in case anyone's just like, oh, I, miss I don't like the 90s version. John. I, um, I love the. I prefer the '90s version. That's fair. That's fair. I fell in love with Broly in the theaters. It was a great movie. It, it was, was a, a great. Thing I really to enjoyed it. It was a great time. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, real quick. I have in my head because I saw the American version on DVD. Uh, when like Master Roshi and Krillin start like when they when they're down to the bottom barrel fighting the OG Broly and they put like this crazy rock like metal song. <laughs> I still have that moment in my head. It was such a cool moment. Um, first off. First one opinion out of the way, I think the, the Broly movies, uh, I think the new one's uh, slightly better, but... I'll have to check that out. I actually uh, haven't seen the new one. How long, how, long would the, how long would these three of the selection be there? So they're going to be there until, I believe, March of 2021, mm -hmm. and then we'll come up with new... Um, it's a limited time for the Rainbow Sands, for these specific ones, but in March we'll have a new selection. Um, that's, to be, that's to be determined. Um, right, so... I guess we didn't go into what Rainbow Saiyans is. Rainbow Saiyans is a limited run series by Entertainment Sue's very own production artist, Alien Aunt, AKA Sam, has created a unique blend of the Dragon Ball aesthetic with her signature unique style. Uh, the first three pieces of this limited run series will be Future Trunks, Violet, Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, Blue, and DBC, DBS Broly, Green. That was a nice ad read. Sorry, yeah, I was, that was, good. Yeah, was it was, It's a very right. succinct summation of what these shirts are. So yeah, check them out at uh, AaronTomatesDude.com shop. You also have a few more designs. Um, I like them as well. So they'll probably be on the store a lot longer. So it's whatever. Oh. Yeah, not just saying stuff. There's a, there's there's a little bit of something for everyone. Get something yeah. for the holidays. So 
Where is my phone? It's in my pocket. I asked what that is because uh, we have a review to do. And I have our Entertainment Stew review system on my phone. Very nice. And I have that as well and the notes that we took during pool playing. You just took notes. I think some notes more useful than others. (laughs) Well, this is just a drawing of uh, a computer with a a sad face on it. (laughs) So, John. Uh, go ahead and explain how our review system works. Sure. Uh, our review system is broken down into four parts. Uh, we have... I'm going to do a little cut right here. Can you show me the review system? Yeah. I forget the specifics. I know it's plot, character, uh, theme, construction, and themes. Is that it? Yeah. Let me yeah. Go ahead and bring I didn't remember all four of them. Let me go ahead and bring it up on the computer. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's like we have a monitor in front of us <laughs> for... Super ease and accessibility. You're right, I could just do it on this computer. I wasn't going to, but I, I could just Are you going to pause the... The recording? Yeah. No, because I'm editing this tonight. Yeah. Okay. So we, we can just do a clap when we're ready to come back in. Yeah. And give Derek a, a quick audio wave so he knows where to go. Quick, everyone. Don't say anything funny. I know that's easier for some of you than others, but I just want to be Sam. careful. Thank you. You think I'm funny? Oh, that's the... I thought Sam was sharing something else. I'll be safe <laughs> and not say anything. Okay, everyone close your eyes. Or turn away from the screen. I'm focused on my ham. What's on the screen, Derek? Oh, uh, I, I'm talking about Christmas gifts, like in WhatsApp. Gotcha. Hmm. But like the link for your uh, for the review system was on WhatsApp. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna do it back. So for our review system, it is broken down into four sections. We have plot, construction, themes, and characters. Uh, I think plot is the one we can start with because it's probably the one we have the least of just yet. Uh, I'm going to start out with, I'm going to say silver is my score for plot. And I can get into it once we hear yours. Um, Bronze. Bronze. Okay, so real quick, I, I, I do want to give a rundown. Uh, every section can have four scores. Gold is the best, then silver, then bronze, then dirt. Uh, trust me, if any of these sections gets dirt, that is a bit of a problem for our first impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bro- bronze is, is, I think, fair. Uh, the reason I give silver is because... Oof, I need to talk about the game's opening. Uh, I, I was not a fan of the game's opening. Uh, so for anyone who hasn't played the game just yet... Uh, I did the nomad background, mm-hmm. which uh, I thought was kind of interesting. So you start out like in the middle of the desert, uh, and your job is you have to smuggle contraband across the border into Night City. Uh, and in doing this, you meet Jackie Wells, uh, who's a character who is you know, pretty important in the, the main story of the game. And uh, you do the mission, you go through the border agent, it, it goes wrong, or at least mine went wrong. And then you have to escape some uh, border agents, and then you find an area, you talk to Jackie, and you find out what the contraband is, and then you go into Night City to try and sell it to someone in there because you no longer have contact with your client. And then once you do this, uh, there is like a montage mm-hmm. of you and Jackie palling around Night City, doing a bunch of stuff, making a name for yourself. And I just remember thinking, oh, cool. Okay, cool. So, all right, cut to Night City. We're here. Me and Jackie are, oh, it's, they're, they're doing more. Okay. Oh, that looks really cool. Uh, I wish, wish I could have played that. That would have been really yeah. fun. It's a oh, very fun montage. Oh, we do? Oh, that's, oh, that's so cool. Why? No, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that. Uh, it's like, all right, I, okay, this is a game, though, right? I get to play this. Uh, and it was, 
it basically cuts forward to now you and Jackie are established to Night City and you're going on a mission. And my first thought was, why didn't the game just open here? <laughs> like, I, I get they wanted to tie in the Nomad background a little bit. So you're out in the desert and you're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this weird, like, sheriff guy you talk yeah. to. But it's just like, why didn't I just start here? Like, why, why couldn't it have been... I need to get across the border myself, I escape the agents, and then me and Jackie just go right into this mission. Or, or something else, where it's like, it's like a, when a movie starts, then it immediately cuts to three months later. Don't cut to three months later. Just start three months later. What are your thoughts on the opening, Derek? Okay, so I... Also, before you guys continue, do you mean like the opening just like from your like, like background prologue. to, or like the entire prologue, or just when you start kind of, the actual kind of, gameplay? Kind of the the original story intro. The way they put you into the story just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, overall, I'm like, I'll go into a bit more plot stuff. Overall, I'm liking the story. I think it's interesting. I'm kind of engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's well. I think if the rest of the game had been like the opener, I definitely would have gone bronze. But I'm liking where the story's going, but I am still early into it. I haven't gone as far as Derek, so he might have a bit more insights than me. Um, so I did the corporate. I did the Nomad opening originally. And uh, you're right. The, I feel like the Nomad the nomad opening in general, I feel like, has a problem of moving too fast. Yeah. So I have a question. Did you also get stopped? Like, did you have chased by border agents? I did. Okay. I don't know if that's guaranteed. Oh, wait, no. I think it's chased by border agents. I got chased by Arasaka agents. Interesting. Okay, so I, I might have gotten chased by Arasaka. I can't remember. Or it might just be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I wanted to know if that was a hard script or if it was just I did something wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the corporate route, uh, it's probably my favorite out of the... Like, have you done all three? Uh, Asia did Street Kid. Okay, uh, I'm curious to hear how the corporate one goes. Uh, corporate, uh, it's probably one of the only ones where you're actually friends with, chi- with Jackie from childhood. Okay. Um, you, it's the typical story of you're already an established corporate person. Um, you came from like the street cutters to, to a, pretty much an executive. Um, one of the old, one of the other people within the company sets you up for a fall and you lose everything. And then it picks up with, you go to the club and you're like, Jackie, I need help. And Jackie's just like, well, you know, even this is going to happen. These corporate people can't be trusted. And then that's what kicks off the... Jackie's the person that's there for you when you, like, get started on okay. this new life again. Uh, I feel like with that, this route, it's the closest you get to Jackie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes, it makes Jackie feel like more of a real character. And I'll, I'll explain my my problems with Jackie within the game. Yeah, I love the character. A lot of problems with how it's done. Yeah, I think as well. So is, is there another montage, though, in that yeah. one? It, it's, I, think it's, I, they, I think they all get the same montage. The problem is, I have some news about the montage that I found out today. Oh, okay. ooh, tell me. Uh, before we get to that, can we hear Asia's Street Kid opening? Oh, I have thoughts, and I don't know if it ties in. I, I don't know where it's best to put these thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'll save the main <laughs> thoughts for the end. When you're ready. So, yeah, so what about the montage? Oh. oh, no, no, she can go ahead and Oh, you're going Well, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had extra pl- superfluous oh, no, thoughts after the Street Kid one. I see, okay. Um, but the Street Kid was really, uh, I agree with what you were saying about it. it. It's, like, not meaty enough, and it goes too fast for it to really feel like something of substance to do before you start the game. Yeah. Because I was, as a street kid, you start in a bar and you've been like, this is your hometown, you're established there, people know you and you know the bartender. And the bartender needs some help because he's in it bad with a loan shark and he can't pay. 
And then, so you go up to the loan shark who's not from around there, and you're like, hey, I'll do a job for you if you get off my buddy's back. Loan shark asks you to steal a car. You go to steal the car. Jackie, you like, you steal the car, and then Jackie holds you at gunpoint and to like steal the car that you stole. Okay. And then you get caught by police, and the police are told to kill you, but they just dump you in like an alley. And then you and Jackie are like, hey, so friends? So are we cool? Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, I feel like with the intros, I, I like that they gave you options, and I like that they're different. And because I think the backgrounds play interestingly in the story. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think they, they needed to either go all in or not at all with it, where like make the intros more meaningful or just dial them back a little bit. Because I felt like it was, it was a little too halfway. I don't know how much, because I haven't gotten as far as you and Derek in the game. I don't know how much they play into the story itself like they weave. I know it gives you extra dialogue options, but if there's anything outside of that that gives it more meat other than just like the dialogue options... Yeah, so I don't think it factors into the story that much, but I think it's, for me, it's more like world building. It's just saying, this is the kind of character I want to be. Because there, uh, there was a bit, and I, ch- I checked it out, where it was just a random side quest I was doing, and I needed to get intel about someone in the market. And the person I talked to happened to be a nomad. And mm. the option is, okay, either ask them for intel or talk about nomad backgrounds. And I, I saved, I, I tried out both trees. Uh, if you go the nomad route, you talk about your clients a little bit, and then you ask for the intel, and he says, oh yeah, I know that lady, she's in that motel over there. Uh, and if you go the other way, it's uh, it's immediately asking for the intel, not talking about nomad stuff. He just kind of says, I don't know who's asking, why do you want to know? And maybe she's, maybe she isn't, uh, you know, how much money you got? You know, maybe yeah. maybe I'll tell you with that. So it, it feels less like something that's gonna really impact the story, at least, you know, maybe it's super down the road, but more just sort of world building stuff. Um, it actually impacts who you can romance. Really? Your, yeah, your okay. background and what mission, what certain missions you get later down the line. Okay, so that's cool. Because I know as well, one of the fixers is a nomad. Yeah. And we had some nomad dialogue just talking to her. I have a question. When we say romance, are we talking about like romance romance or flings? Because doesn't the game have like both? Where it's it like people both. you can romance and people you can fling with? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's both. The romances, they're like two like apparently really good romances i haven't gotten to the romances yet yeah i didn't where, know that was a thing in the game yeah. i haven't gotten to any of those yet where it's like they span across uh, the plot across the plot you have multiple missions with the people apparently one you can, you can even go on a date a few times with them oh that's, um, good. that's good enough nice. uh but that six month montage oh it's a six month montage yeah it's oh, yeah. six months past uh apparently cd project red um, they finished a chunk of the game and they're just like, okay, this is making the game too long, so we're gonna cut it. Oh my god. Uh, that montage looked really fun. Yeah. Why and, would they do and, that? Because if you notice, most of the, mm-hmm. if you, because like me, I watched a lot of the trailers for Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. most of those the trailers come from that montage. Yeah, it looked familiar and I expected we were gonna start playing that. Yeah. Because uh, also, uh, <laughs> oh, did you cut the game? I mean, maybe I'll bring this in later. I, I felt like some of the early fixers you meet uh, might have had a bit more impact based on some of the trailer stuff. Yeah. And they did not at all. At all. Uh, so we, we can talk about that more when we get into some spoilery territories. Um, but... Oh, also, I'll just check. Is this still recording? Yes. Just, okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's a way to check that. So I was, um, I was making sure. No, it's good to check in on it every now and again. Um, but yeah. So th- th- generally, 
plot. I think silver for now. I think it's going well. I'm interested more into it. I think also side quests come into that. So I want to talk about side quests real quick. Uh, have you done the Delamain side quest where you find the cars? No. Do it. Um, Delamain annoyed me. Delamain's a little and, annoying. And the, and the driving is so annoying in the game. The driving is terrible. I driving, hated the driving. Yeah, we, we need to talk about the driving. We, quick detour into construction. Uh, this is... The driving's terrible. Uh, oh it, my now, God. having recently played Watch Dogs Legion, it could be much worse. It could be much worse. Uh, you know, anything out of Watch Dogs is the worst driving in the game in the world. Uh, Cyberpunk is bad. Have you guys ridden motorcycles at all? I have. They're so much better than cars. Yeah, motorcycles are like I. I can only do motorcycles because yeah. it's with the 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 only issue I have with the cars is the turning radius. Uh, I, I don't know how they programmed this or why they did it this way. Every single vehicle in the game has the turning radius of, like, a really back-weighted 18-wheeler. Where it's mm-hmm. like, if you want to... I, I literally, I tested it. Or it was like, I'm in one lane of traffic. I would do, like, a second each. I would flick my controller from max to the left, max to the right, for, like, a second at a time. And I would stay basically perfectly in the center of the lane. Uh, like, you get nothing out of turning. The only way I can actually make just regular turns, like a regular right-hand turn, is if, even if I'm going really slow, it doesn't work. You have to do, like, a full, really hard break and drift around the turn. Uh, and it, on a, once you get used to it, it's actually really cool looking. It feels really badass to be on a motorcycle and doing these crazy drifts where, like, one tire just stops and the bike spins around it. It feels like... Uh... The Dark Knight, where like yeah. it's like you're flipping that. Yeah, it's like you're doing like crazy. Like it feels really cool. Like I shouldn't have to do this, but doing it does feel really cool. Uh, so I kind of like that because uh, one thing I love about Cyberpunk, and this goes a bit more of the construction. Uh, it, whenever I figure something out in the game, or I find a way around the game's weird mechanics, it feels kind of awesome. Because um, there was a, a side quest I did where it was, hey, you have to get into this building. Uh, if you, you know. It's like a news station. There's a guy in there you need to interact with. Uh, you need to get inside. And I just, the, I couldn't open the door. Like, I, I couldn't get into it. But I noticed the roof was kind of low. And I parked a van next to it, jumped on the van, jumped on the roof, and I could break the windows on the roof and get in the, the building that way. My thing with the driving is that the controls are bad. I was in the driver's seat for like two seconds and I got the pop-up that's just like, yeah, if you run over people, cops are going to come after you. And I just thought it was like a regular, oh, you're driving, this is what you're going to have to contend with. No. I had run into a, a roadblock that hit a person and suddenly cops are after me. Yeah, so they should died. So I feel like if you're going to have bad driving controls, don't have like such weird it's not don't heavy penalize pen- the players yeah it, don't it penalize the players for it yeah because it's i've had a couple times where luckily i've been able to escape but like i'll be driving and i'm trying to make a turn and i like hard jump on the sidewalk and just hit a guy and it's like oh cops are there they're after you and i'll just have to quickly correct and just get out of there uh one time i was doing this i missed a turn he shot down an alley uh, crashed the motorcycle into a bunch of like cyber psychos, fell off, and they immediately like just ambushed me and killed me. Uh, it was really funny, but in the moment I was kind of annoyed, where it's just like, well, that's how I die. How much does this dip into construction for our review? I th- yeah, I think driving is part of construction. Yeah, uh, it, it's part of the makeup of the game. Um, so what would you guys give it so far? Construction, I'd have to give it bronze. I think that's a very lenient bronze. Dirt. <laughs> I feel I feel that I, the game I, is poorly constructed. See, the thing is, 
John, this extra bit of dirt comes from that. that me and Asia are playing on base Xbox. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I have the Xbox One X. You guys... It sucks. And the thing is, I keep going online and complain about it. And people are just like, well, you have a strong enough PC. You should have bought it on PC. And it's like, no, the game was supposed to come out in April. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. meant for... This is this is a current-gen game. They they sold it. We didn't, we didn't buy it, but they, they sold it on the original Xbox. So if it's unplayable on the original Xbox... That's you. That's you. That's them. If, that this, if this was Ubisoft, EA, uh, everyone would be up in arms about it because you guys remember Assassin's Creed Unity? Remember all those visual books? I'm yeah. getting worse glitches. Yeah, I, it, I've been fortunate not to get too many visual glitches. As you, the game crashed. Every, literally every session I've played the game, it's crashed at least once. Um, and I think it's just because... The Xbox X is powerful enough to avoid that stuff, but it's not strong enough yet to run the game properly. Is it just me or are the graphics like leave to be desired? I was doing a character creator and I was surprised at just like how I know this is like the console issue, but I was surprised at how fuzzy everything looked. Mm -hmm. it and it's like I play Dragon Age Inquisition. It's more clear on like a game that came out in 2014 I, than a game that came out. Just I'm gonna now. say something that might sound controversial. At some sometimes the game looks worse than a 360 game. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen it at all. Now, granted, this is someone who's got an Xbox One X, and I have a 4K TV. Flex. Um, yeah, flex. Because <laughs> uh, we're playing it on a 4K TV. It still yeah. just looks. So I can I, just it, see all those pixels. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Xbox One can run a 4K version of the game. You're right. Uh, okay. I, I don't think it can handle it. And I don't even know if Series X is running 4K. It might just be running nice. Uh, I think the graphics look really well when they work. Um, and I've, I've had, I haven't had issues with them being fuzzy or not good. I've had a couple issues where it takes a little bit to render in. But once it renders in, it's fine. Um, so I haven't had that issue of just low resolution, but mm -hmm. that is certainly a problem. Sorry, really? Oh, I was going to ask if under construction, does that include things that... I'm back on the character creator. They give you a lot of options, but it's not like you can... They come up later. It's not like you can use them. That's a part of construction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do I spend 45 minutes to an hour and a half creating my character if I never see them? Yeah, that was something I wanted to go over. Uh, Really quick, I have another point to jump to. I'm gonna go ahead and put a pin on this. No, please. Um, but I will. I will say, you know, your mouth. Your like when your character talks, their the mouth moves. Because I was in what? front of a mirror as I was like talking to Jackie during a mission, and like my mouth was moving. So I was just like, okay, so this model can talk. Why? Why, Why are they first person? Yeah. yeah I, why I, I are we was, locked into first person? I thought person. first person lock was weird. Uh, it's part of also why I like driving motorcycles. Aside from them being so much better, it's the only unobstructed third person view you really get at your character. And it mm -hmm. makes me feel like I'm playing this guy. Because uh, I actually really like the character creation I did. Mm -hmm. I, I like how mine looks. I like how my character looks. Uh, it's mm -hmm. just weird that you don't really get a chance to look at it. Um, and I, I didn't like that. I, I, real quick, I do want to finish up plot before we You're right, we never finish up plot. Um, I, for my recommendation is, for anyone who gets an option to play the Delamain side quests where you're tracking down taxi cabs, do that quest. It is probably one of my favorite side quests like in video games. Uh, when I first started, I was I thought I was in first log. Because the first car, I there's like seven cars you have to track down. Mm -hmm. The first one I tracked down, and they all have like personalities. The first one was like really shy, and it was like, I, I took a while finding the car specifically. And then it was like, just follow the car until it crashes. And it's like, you have to follow the car until it stops. 
And, and especially in this game, driving was kind of a pain. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, oh God, this is probably going to be the worst quest ever. I hate this. And the first one was kind of rough. From there, it got so interesting and so... I don't know how to describe it. It was just such an amazing quest to do. Mm -hmm. uh, every car has a different thing. You're not going to return any of the cars the same way twice. I won't get into too many of them because one of them just is insane. I'm going to talk to you after the podcast. I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. Um, but it's just a ton of fun. Like the second car you run into is, uh, it's crazy angry. So like I was just driving along and all of a sudden I just hear like, uh, I'm going to run you down. And the car is like actively <laughs> trying to crash into you. And the, the, the quest update is just damage the car to get it to stop. And as someone on a motorcycle, oh. I was kind of concerned at first. So, I, like, it rams into me, and I, like, I'm running into it. I end up getting off the motorcycle. It runs me over for a bit and then backs up. And I just pull out an LMG, and, like, I just unload 100 bullets into this thing, and it just, like, catches on fire. And then I get a call from Delamine, like, thanks for bringing the car in. Uh, <laughs> and they just get nuttier from there. Uh, and it's it's a, it's a really weird quest line, but it's a ton of fun. So, I gotta say, John, I, I want to get my final thoughts about plot, mm. but I would like to break the seal of spoilers. Okay, let's. This is officially now breaking the spoiler seal. And then, if you're if you're still listen, if you still want to listen to what we gave the score, there'll be a spot where I put the score. I'll put like a a code. Yeah. Like, uh, Timestamp? Uh, Timestamp. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, so that way people can cut back to construction themes and stuff. Because yeah. we're not going to get too many spoilers after plot. Yeah. Um, might do a little bit of theme. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll come to that when we yeah, get Yeah, we can get back to that. Uh, so, uh, the did you know the E3 trailer last year pretty much spoiled the entire first part of, like, Jackie's death? T-Bug's death. Um, I was not aware of that. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Like, I, I, the thing is, I was going on, I was like, Jackie's dead? No. Everyone's like, yeah, dude. Like, this is, we all knew this was going yeah. to happen. That's weird. Because I also, real quick, I need to say this. <laughs> this. This devil's tiny into construction. In the middle of Jackie dying, my game crashed. Oh, uh, that. And oh. That, it was like, it was literally like, Jack, Jack, stay with me. And I was like, I was getting into it, the music, and I was like, I actually started to like Jack, and he was like, Jack, stay with me, man. And I was like, you know, Misty, you're going to see her again, and the game just crashed, and I was like... But you see his dead eyes staring at you. Come on, <laughs> bro. So I reloaded, and I have to re-shoot down the chopper, and then I cut back into it, and I'm re-talking to Jackie. Um, but it was just, it was, it really pulled me out. I wish we had that time with Jackie, because I feel like... The only reason the death is impactful for me is because I was playing with Sam and Asia, and we just kept making jokes about how much we like Jackie. And then that was like the first movie I was like, yeah, we can't wait to see Jackie again. It's like every time Jackie said something, it's like, yeah, Jackie, we love you, Jackie. Look, someone look up if you could romance Jackie. Can we romance Jackie? Yeah, I looked at the thing is, I got to look for it first. Cause I had to look it up, can and then you... it's just like, and it's like, can you rom? Cause I was like, yeah, can you romance Jackie? And then the first option on Google was like, yeah, can you save Jackie? And uh... I'm like, okay, so she kept that a secret from us. Yeah. We're gonna keep quiet about this. <laughs> That's good. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> uh, I, I see. As someone who played uh, alone, I thought ja I, I started to develop an attachment to Jackie. Um, not I think as much as the game wanted me to, mm -hmm. but enough to where I actually felt something in the moment where like it wasn't just like skip 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 what's the next thing it was like i actually felt something for jackie and i was actually kind of sad i was really surprised when t-bug died i didn't like i didn't think he was dead at first i was like oh she cut off cons i was like 
oh, she's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that one, I didn't really feel anything at all. Um, but for Jackie, it kind of hit. And then especially when you do the quest mm-hmm. where you're dealing with Jackie's funeral, that yeah. like retroactively made it a lot more impactful. And that was a really well done quest yeah. as well. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say that the reason that Jackie's death was impactful for me, even though I already got spoiled for it, is because Jackie reminds me of, like, family members that I know. He's just, like, he's a Hispanic man, and he just reminds me of, like, cousins that I've been in contact with. And it was just, like, very sweet, and he's very, like, family-oriented, and his, like, his mom is, like, giving him guff about stuff. I just thought it was sweet. It's a nice character. Uh, I also liked the dialogue options I gave you. It felt really engaging where it was like, how do you want to talk to Jackie? And mm-hmm. it's like, what are you talking to him about? Yeah. It, it brought me into the scene as opposed to, you know, a lot of games would have just done stay with me, man, or, you know, don't close your eyes. It's like generic stuff that means the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you were like you were actually choosing real things to discuss with him. And it's like, do you want to talk about, you know, Misty or do you want to talk about the stuff you guys are gonna do? And it's like, you know, what do you want to connect to him on? Mm-hmm. And I thought that worked really well. That brought me in. Um I the, one of the reasons I came plot so low is because um, that was supposed to be like the first act of the game. One, it was too short. It was very short. I was surprised when they when the cyberpunk logo came up, and I was like, "Wait, what? Why are you doing the title sequence now? Like, what?" And then it made me mad because I was just like, "Hey, all this stuff that happened, honestly, it, it could have just started with the job." We could have just started, like, right into the job if they weren't going to put the effort of making that world seem more important to you. Yeah. Uh, and also, talking about spoiler stuff, uh, so real quick, also, I, while we're still on Jackie, actually, uh, I felt the stuff with his mom, it was really impactful and really emotional, and I, I actually thought all those notes hit really well. It felt weird to me how much, she, like, she was talking to you like she knew you, because this is the first time we ever meet Jackie's mom. I don't know if you guys got that, but... In the montage, you lived with her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I, oh, yeah, so, but that is the first time we as a yeah, player yeah, playing the game. Mm. V knows her really well, and I got that, but it was like, as a player, it was like, I'm like because I met Jackie for the first time, and, and it might be different when you when your character knows Jackie in mm-hmm. the history in the game, but my character had just met Jackie, mm-hmm. and then you just montage through, because I, I don't think I recognized Mama Wells the first time through. I didn't know who that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I talked to her, and she's like, you know, you lived with us, and I was like, Sure, but like it feels weird skipping over all the bits when I'm getting to know them. Yeah. It, it felt weird from the nomad. Yeah, background. And like, and especially since you like it's like the first time I'm meeting you is after your son, my friend, died, and yeah. not like prior to this. It, it felt weird as a player getting, being in there. I feel like that like ties into one of my hugest issues with the game that did not. I'm not gonna lie, this game was not set up for me to like it from the get go. It was gonna be an uphill battle. It's a first person shooter. We knew that. But, like, I feel like one of the things that lost its opportunity to bring me in was the very, the quote-unquote setup of the game or its lack thereof. I feel like your exposition is your time to kind of get someone into the world, have them kind of know how it works, have them kind of know, like, the setting, who they're, like, embodying. And I feel like it just dropped the ball on that completely. There's all these codexes, but I'm going to be real. If I want to read a book, I'm going to read a book. If I want to put in a game. Oh, I read codexes. I mean, that's great for people. Also, does this fall under more under construction? I think this is plot because it's the opening. Because it's the the story. I didn't Uh, know when I'd get a chance to say it, so I just wanted to say it. No, that's really very (laughs) I think what they they probably should have done, I like the background options. What they really should have done is just said... Okay, your one background. We're did gonna you, do the corporate background. Did you finish what you were saying? Oh. Not at all. Go ahead. 
but because it's like one it's like a lot of reading involved to even get kind of like the basics of how the world works and i don't feel like they bring it in in a way that has like other video games are like oh you don't know what like what's it called was a was a dancing brain dancing or whatever it is yeah brain dance you don't know what that is and it kind of like gives you not the tutorial but the tutorial like like hey buddy that brain dance the other day wild right i feel like it lacked doing that mm-hmm if that makes sense, with the like world as a whole mm-hmm. and with your smaller community, just even starting with the prologues, I feel like having different routes where you start with was a great way to get you like engaged in the yeah. game, mm-hmm. and that was the time to like set up who V is. But it felt like they just blasted through it, and they didn't take that time, and it made everything afterwards less impactful impactful for me and then the it felt like the one tie that they did give you that like kind of cemented you for me in the world was jackie because he was to me he was the one thing that acted familiar towards you that you could respond to in the same fashion with while actually knowing what's going on does that make sense yeah, it, jackie was kind of like a companion character or it, like, it was like someone you could interact with in a like you said in a familiar way where it's like it's not something it's something that you as a player can be familiar with. He was your into the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he can introduce you to things. And then the lack of setup with him in the prologue and the lack of being able to go on those missions and establish you, Jackie, and T-Bug as a team, as a trio, which is yeah. what they wanted you to feel like. I feel like even though the death was like unpactful for us, I feel like stepping away from it, it they didn't really do a lot of setup to maximize that impact. Mm-hmm. And then once Jackie was gone, they didn't have the, there wasn't like the building, there wasn't the structure around it to keep me at least tethered in the world as much. Because all these things that you shared with him, you shared off screen and you didn't get to experience that. So going into that world, like going into the funeral, going like talking with these people felt less genuine, if that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, especially since like, I've seen like yours and I've seen the nomad route and I've seen the street kid route, the nomad route, and also the corporal route. I feel like I agree where it's just like it doesn't seem like you're that close, I guess. It feels like the most, the closest you are is if you were in the. Um, you were childhood friends. If, yeah, if you were in the corp, yeah. uh, the corp route, which is it, I feel is, like it's like if you're going to make that the case, make the corp route the main one. I yeah. think they should have just scrapped all the other backgrounds, had it be corporate, and then spend the time you're now. You, now the free time you have because you're not making Nomad you're not making Street Kid just put all that into the corporate route make mm-hmm. that a little bit longer and a bit more impactful mm-hmm. uh, and put that into it I actually disagree wait oh I'm so Can sorry I, because the thing is with I play two routes pretty far in mm-hmm. um the corporate route's the only one where Jackie actively like talks about your past all the time mm-hmm. it's the only one where he actively talks about what you grew up with what you know him for. It's the only one that I actually hear stories about how we were raised together. Yeah. It's only in the corporal group. Yeah. And it's it's the only time where he references your... Because as a nomad, he doesn't really reference the fact that I'm a nomad much. No, yeah. I, I don't think it ever really came up with and, me. And he did it all the time in corporal. He, he did it all the time that I... Yes. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. That was me being like, when you are done, I have something mm-hmm. to add to what you were saying because mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, 
Oh, I thought we didn't agree because I, I, because I said that they should have gotten rid of all of them and just focus on Corpo. Oh, just yeah, kidding. I disagree because from how it is a street kid, I didn't get a chance to see you go through Nomad. I feel like they could have just, they could have easily had Jackie be like the childhood friend and street kid because mm-hmm. he grew up in the same area. And from the way uh, he and Misty talk about the people they grew up with, there's a sort of familiarity and a sort of like, they treat growing up in Night City like. A, like not a click but like mm-hmm. a thing so it would have been easy to have that and I feel like with Nomad if it's just like yeah I started in Night City I grew up here to a certain point and then I became a Nomad and now I'm drifting back you could have had like the same kind of setup with just like tweaks I don't know how Nomad works Nomads don't work like that you're born and raised into the comic yeah. in that case make it up your writers <laughs> yeah i think they could have added more but i think it also would have been better to have more time in the opening and get a bit more out of that i think it would have been worth it to cut the background the reason why i said cut the backgrounds is because um they've shown that they can't do a good job juggling so many things mm-hmm. so if they could streamline it a bit because the thing is yeah. this game's gonna get compared to the witcher a lot um it definitely it's the Witcher is very laser. It, there's so much choice, but it's very laser focused of what mm-hmm. the background of uh, the main character is, all yep. that stuff. And I just wish it, mm-hmm. they 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 can't do that. They're that not sense. they're not that good at doing that with this. with a ton because it's tough to do like three different backgrounds and make all of them important and impactful and so different. And like mm-hmm. there's there's only so mm-hmm. much you can do unless it's like a 500 hour game. Yeah, because I was also gonna mention how like in the street could route. Because like, I remember like, noticing this when I was seeing how you were playing the Corpo route and how Asia was playing the Street Kid route, how Asia knew who Padre was very early on because she grew up around him. And even though you were Jackie's best friend and Jackie knows Padre, you didn't. Yeah. Which is like really wild to me considering... I grew up with Jackie. Yeah. But yeah. since Asia did... It was, like, it was like a very like contrasting thing that doesn't make yeah, that logical sense Because I... Me. I met in the Nomad route. You meet Padre when you like enter the district on the way to the funeral. He like he calls you. He's like, "Hey, I'm a that's fixer." Same thing with me. Oh. Yeah, that's when I met him. It was mm-hmm. like he called me. He's like, "Hey, I'm Padre. You know, here's a job." Um, yeah, and I was like surprised to see that they got a phone call because I'm like, "You, if you're going to Jackie's funeral, obviously you're close enough to Jackie for me to know about you. So why are you introducing yourself to me?" Well, when, it makes sense that not everyone there knows each other. That's true, but it's just like I guess um, the way it, it made it seem he was like very important. Yeah, because in the in one of the openings, they made it seem like uh, in the street kid opening, made it seem like pa, that Padre like Loki raised Jackie. Really? And if, yeah, and if you were like next to Jackie your entire life, yeah, which is how they made it seem like in the corp route, it's just mm-hmm. it feels like you would know him. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Um, but yeah, so I think overall the, the roots are interesting. I think. Cooper sounds like the best one to start with. If that's if you want to go that way, uh, I really recommend that. Uh, overall, though, I think plot is going well. Uh, I I think I am kind of firm with the silver. I I like I think the side quests are really interesting and really engaging and really part of it. And I think that counts towards the plot for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that the silver, uh, and uh, we can kind of move on to a bit more about construction. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move so on to construction. The character creator. I don't know if you guys want to go back to that. Uh, we put uh, a pin in that. The thing is, we, we've talked a lot about construction. We'll Because the thing is, we are like 40 minutes in. Yeah. So, and we still have questions. You said you wanted to talk about the character creator. and It was just one of those things where I feel like they made a big deal. Correct me if I'm wrong. It felt like to me they made a big deal about their character creator. And then... They did not. They did not. Yeah. It's... I know what it was. 
the adding of genitals in the character creator made it feel like they made a big deal out of like yeah, the fact that they it. had that. I think it's because their marketing was really edgy. And I feel like I feel like and there's there's this new level of game design. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this earlier when I was like playing the game. Where I was, where I was comparing it to the Red Dead Redemption 2. Well Red Dead Redemption has horse testicles that mm-hmm. change that change like shape and the appearance with the weather. As horse testicles do. Okay. Um, Thank you. But the thing is, for Red Dead Redemption, it was a testament to how many little details they put in everything. I never noticed the horse testicles, personally. I wasn't looking at those and to see if they changed based on which region you were in. But that, that, that was more so supposed to be a testament to what Rockstar did. I feel like in this game, they're just like, yeah, your genitals, your genitals appearance, genital size. I think they did it to be... I'm going to use the term edgy to try to get that, like, yeah, you can design, like, to yeah. use that as, like, a marketing slogan. It, yeah. It, it felt kind of like, um, for lack of a better word, cool aunt. Like, oh, you guys want some wine? You guys some wine in the house. It's cool. It's like, you, you guys want to have some uh, penis on your character? You can have a penis Look, on your character. Two, there's three different it's options. It's fine. You have what? some choices. John, you never see it. Unless you're changing clothes here's, really quick. Yeah, here's what's weird. Uh, when you, when you take off your pants in the inventory menu, you'll be wearing nothing. Yeah. In the real world, if you look down, you're wearing underwear. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really weird. I that that was what kind of pissed me when off. When you take like, a shower, you're wearing you're, underwear. You're wearing underwear. I thought that was so weird. I was like, I, I I'm fine if you want to have the character wearing underwear all the time that you can't take off. That's cool. It's a video game. But why is he not wearing underwear in the inventory menu? That just felt so weird. It just makes it weird to play this game around your parents. Because I went to my parents' house yesterday, and like I was changing pants, and it was just dong swinging. Yeah, and it actually kind of made me a little uncomfortable. Where I was like, it's like, either let your character be fully nude in the game, or just like yeah, have underwear underwear. Because you making a big deal about not having it in the shower makes it seem like you have a problem with it. Yeah. Because otherwise you would just... Sorry, it, I thought it's it just weird. Weird. something to say. Oh. I was gonna like agree that it's just kind of like unnecessary and ill-timed to have it in something that you change so much in the inventory, but not to have it anywhere else. It feels yeah. backwards. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, just like uh, I feel like having it as a gimmick gives unfortunate implications as far as like gender goes yeah. and like sexual Id- and not sexual identity like gender identity goes and how it ties into sex and all that stuff not like sex but like physical sex all that stuff whatever in that like they have you have this you can like choose whatever body and whatever you can choose whatever genitals but then they don't let you be non they don't let you be non-binary it's still only like he or she yeah and then it's, it's the not tied yeah it's tied to the voice yeah so why are you going to make this an option and then still have your gender tied to something that doesn't necessarily like reflect live experience if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. If they, um, it, it's it's really strange. I don't know why they do it because it's like, it's like it, it almost feels like that it was just like, oh, what's hip with the kids nowadays? I guess trans people. Well, well, well you could be trans in the game. There you go, and that's what it feels like. But it's like it feels like they want points for like doing like not a lot. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it didn't come across as trying to score points. It just came across as like something like 
I feel like they they didn't ask anybody what they actually wanted, and it was just kind of like, we'll, we'll, yeah, everyone, there's tons of options, you can do whatever you want, and they didn't really figure out what it is people wanted with the choices, so they kind of just put stuff in there. Because the thing is, it's just like, it's like, it's a, well, a part of me, I'm just like, yeah, it's a triple A game, and like, indie games, like, they let you at least, like, choose your pronouns, it's like, dude, it's like, weird that it wasn't just one option, it's just like, hey, here's a penis, here's your voice, here's your pronouns, yeah. like, that separately. Yeah. That's what you were saying earlier. Basically, like, it, it doesn't help that like the studio itself gets so much like backlash with the way that they um, handle trans issues and how mm-hmm. many boundaries they cross with just like mm-hmm. uh, kind of being yeah. insensitive about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I so I feel like having that is just like. It has such unfortunate implications, and it's just like, at what point is it implications, and what point is it just like, it's just kind of transphobic, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, so that, that's how we kind of feel about the character creator. Um, I think my, the other big thing that I wanted to discuss with the game is some of the actual mechanics of playing. Because uh, one thing I want, and this is just for anyone who's played the game and isn't aware of it, with the crafting and upgrading uh, element of weapons, you should start doing that. Uh, if you go into the crafting section and you go to upgrades, it'll show all of your current weapons. And if you have weapon components that you, you'll have to just look at it and learn, uh, you can make your current weapons stronger. And you can do that up to a certain level based on uh, what your level is with that type of weapon. Uh, and you kind of need to do that to keep up with some of the games. Uh, um, I, I have completely ignored the crafting system. I looked at it and saw that it wasn't like as intuitive if I, as I wanted like crafting systems to be. Yeah. And like, I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, crafting, I don't do. The crafting, I don't really get. You have to find blueprints, and then you can make weapons. And they're all, the weapons you make aren't really that good. Upgrading is where you want to go, though. Because I'll let you take your weapons and just make them stronger. Uh, and you, you, that's something that will help you keep up with... Uh, some of the other enemies because something that they brought over from Witcher that I don't like is you find a bunch of like randomly generated versions of the same stuff and it's just like okay this is the range of damage the weapon does and just over time you're going to be buying and finding new versions of the weapons that get better so it's like it's not that you are getting stronger so your guns are more effective you just need to find better guns what difficulty do you play the game on? Uh, I'm on very hard okay I'm on normal Mm. um I know, I know. It's just like, oh, Derek, what you're about to say is invalid because you play on normal. Um, I feel the combat is very easy. Okay, see, I think the combat's kind of hard, so I think maybe you should just up the difficulty. See, the thing is, it's like, I, it's like, I feel like normal should represent a slight challenge. The thing is, I can like just stroll into any place and just beat up people with my fists. Like, Sam, I've right. seen it. I just... Like, you, be, like you beat a boss with, like, a dagger. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Then, maybe you shouldn't have to, but because I basically can't use bladed weapons because I get killed on sight with guns. Uh, it's like, cause I, and I'm going for a harder difficulty. I want it to be kind of hard. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, it's, I, if, if I'm lucky and I, like, throw out a bunch of flashbangs, I can run in with my katana. But for the most part, it's combat's difficult for me. Uh, and, like, there are areas where, like, I went to, uh, for example, when I went to Haywood, uh, I, I, that, that area is clearly stronger than other areas yeah. in the game. Uh, I, like, literally every single person one-shot me. Literally first bullet that hit me killed me instantly. 
Um, so I think if you're looking for a harder combat, you might have to up it more than you might normally expect to. Um, also, like, the shooting just doesn't feel... Shooting's a little weird. Shooting's a little weird. I It's like, I like, the thing is, like, I know me and John are, like, the only ones that play first-person shooters mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the guns don't feel... I don't feel any real heft from them. They feel they feel bullet spongy. Yeah, uh, and it, it's because it feels kind of destiny esque because it's like the it's all about DPS and it's like in, for example in GTA when you get a headshot someone dies. Yeah, they're dead. And it's like it, it feels like a gun. It's like okay, you get a couple body shots, you kill them. In this game, it's everyone is and headshots do more damage, but it's just like it feels like I'm hitting a hitbox and I need to hit the hitbox enough to kill an enemy, not that I'm shooting someone. Uh, yeah. Which also makes it feel really weird when you're in cutscenes and people use guns. And it's like, oh, you know, a headshot will kill you. But, like, that's not how the... It doesn't reflect the, how the game actually works. Oh, you get shot in the head in the game. And, but, like, you did the same thing as someone else. And nothing happened. Yeah, so it, it feels kind of bullet spongy in that regard. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of the, the gunplay. Uh, do you use auto-aim? No. Okay, I, neither do I. I it's... I don't, like the is, way, I don't like the way the auto-aim works. It, do I, I, I don't like auto-aim in anything, though. Because the thing is... I'm, person, I'm a guy that loves himself some auto-aim. Oh, anytime where he just, like, locks on to start shooting? Love that. Um, I hate the fact that this auto-aim... It, it feels... So it's just like, if you're going to put go the effort and, like, put a quote-unquote auto-aim mode on, mm-hmm. make it a proper auto-aim, or don't put it at all. Because most of the time, using the auto-aim doesn't feel like I'm using auto-aim. It feels like I'm just, like, manually aiming all the time. Which is, mm-hmm. like, some games, they don't give you an option for auto-aim, and that's fine. I also yeah. play those games. So I do have a cool question. Have you found auto-aim guns in the game? Smart guns? I have not. Okay, so there's smart guns in the game, and I picked one up, and you have to get a, a cyber implant. But there are guns where uh, it just, you would just pull the trigger, and it auto-hits targets. And I don't like auto-aim, but I like these guns. Uh, and it feels kind of interesting. Very Titanfall-esque. It's, like, it, it, it's, it's a little cyberpunky where it's like it's got a little blue bar, and it's just if there's an enemy in that in that little reticle, like it's kind of big. It's bigger than most reticles. Like, a little rectangle. And then he's in there, it'll highlight and then it'll shoot them. Um, and it's it feels kind of tight and folly. Uh, I really like it, and I, I like that a lot more than something like auto aim because you control where you're pointing the gun physically, mm-hmm. but the bullets will auto find their targets, and I kind of like that. Uh, so, for construction, that is you're still keeping it bronze. Right? I'm keeping it bronze. Yeah. Okay. I, I think there's there it's there's room for improvement. There's a lot of things that need to be fixed, but I think overall the game I think is constructed bronze it, you know it's it's fine um it, it doesn't make me hate the game but it definitely uh it needs to be improved okay we're running low on time so we're gonna go ahead and tackle themes and character what did you get for themes uh themes i i'm giving that a bronze right now because there i feel like there might be themes and more than more I get into the story but i haven't really gotten much off it yet i've gotten some things that are interesting mm-hmm. uh and you know some of the side quests get into ai uh, but for the most part I haven't really gotten that much out of it. Um, themes, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. It's either going to be a bronze or a silver. Because I like the themes that it's examining. The problem is, since we haven't finished the game, we don't know how, like... Yeah, I, I think it's too early for themes for me. Yeah. Um, because right now, like, I love... You guys remember Dasein, that show where eventually... That, uh, that web series we're eventually going to make. Um... It had the plot line of someone getting someone else's memories within their head, and that other memory, that other person's memory, slowly taking over the body of the main person. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff is interesting to me. Yeah, I'm, I I'm, love the play on identity. I'm really down to see more stuff with Johnny Silverhand. 
Uh, but themes, I think it's we we need a bit more time with it. Yeah. Uh, also, another prominent theme is uh, whether it's sorry, I, I tried to pose it like I would pose a theme for my students. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's um, a more valid life experience to um, burn out quickly but accomplish like what like make mark your name down in history or live, live that long life. Yeah, live but, fast, die young. Yeah. Or uh, you know. Uh, or just live slow and die slow. Um, but the thing is, once again, no real resolution to it. So I guess I think I'm also going to give theme a two. Yeah. Because it because as of right now in the game, I know I'm a, a, like maybe like at most a few missions ahead of you. Yeah. Um, none of those none of the, nothing happens with those themes yet. Okay. So, we'll, so we'll, we'll see about it. Uh, and that leans into characters. And we've done a lot with characters. Jackie seems like the really the only character that really gets fleshed out. I'm giving characters a uh, Silver, and this is exclusively because I love Johnny Silverhand, played by Keanu Reeves. Wow. Uh, the element where we play as Johnny Silverhand is hands down the coolest thing I've ever done in a video game. It his was awesome. reload thing? His so reload, did you see his melee? Yeah. When you, okay, when you're Johnny Silverhand and you melee, he spins his gun around and shoots flames out of the barrel. And like his reload is cool. It, it was, the honestly, like, it made me just want to start, like... I wish I just played Johnny Silverhand. Part of me was kind of like, you know what? V, die. I want to play Johnny Silverhand now. Um, and it was <laughs> maybe not the takeaway the theme wanted, uh, but it, it felt really awesome being Johnny Silverhand. And mm -hmm. he he easily, he and Jackie, put this into a silver for me. So, um, my score is a bit controversial. Um, I will say, before I give my score for character, um, I think V is one of the most boring protagonists that you can have for a game. Because they don't let you establish what V is. Yeah. They don't let you establish personality for V. I wish they did the um, Dragon Age 2 dialogue will, which, John, I don't know if you played Dragon Age 2, the dialogue will was this. You can be a, uh, quote-unquote, good hawk. Is it Asia? It's diplomatic, charming, and aggressive and direct or direct. Kind of like Mass Effect? Yeah, kind of like Mass Effect. I wish they did that with this. Instead, um, I've, been, I've been playing a lot. Um, there's no consistency to what my V is, and it's so annoying. You're right. Yeah, it feels like there. Sometimes there are like, come on, mean options, but it feels like it comes out of nowhere. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is the you clicked the mean dialogue box as opposed yeah. to being mean. Because um, I remember, like in Mass Effect, you can just be like such a jerk that like you can just start punching reporters you're talking to. <laughs> uh, and it's like I, I feel like there's, I don't think there's a consistent enough mean options where it's like you can just be a jerk to people yeah because like, i originally was gonna play as like oh the the person the the criminal with the heart of gold and then jackie died also jackie died and also they didn't let me be the criminal with the heart of gold um and then it was just like okay now i'm gonna play um the jackass mm -hmm. um and then I, I tried to play the jackass there weren't there weren't mean enough options Sometimes they wouldn't give you any mean options. I'm just like, oh, at the beginning, all I got were mean options. Yeah, but then yeah. it's like you talk to one of the like dolls at the club or something, and it's yeah. just like it has like really like out of nowhere rude options. And also like the only the only like game that I played that's like kind of a role playing game that has the options matter is like Persona. Like, I kind of played Persona, and like I really appreciate how it's like if you play if an option that you play, it's just like yeah. You aren't, you don't have enough mean points to use this option. Oh, you don't have enough, like, bravery. Yeah, academic. thank you. Mm. But I thought it was really cool, and I was expecting... Something like that. Yeah, yeah. but, uh... That being said... Oh, sorry. 
They do it a little with the options that are dependent on your stats to be able to say. Yeah, a little bit. There, there's like, if you know technical stuff, you can be like, oh, hey. But that's not really, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. But no, that's not really a, ex, that's not a, not, ex, not an excuse. Like that's not a replacement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, that being said, I think character's a four. I think it's the one thing in the game, thing the game does extremely well. Um, I, I almost went with gold for characters, but I feel like, uh, like there are enough characters that I feel like are important that I'm just not connecting to. Like, look at the NPCs. Um, I just saved her. Yep. Oh, El- Evelyn? Evelyn. Great character. Um, See, I, I haven't met Evelyn just yet. Evelyn's well, I've met her. Judy? Judy. Great character. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that much uh, just yet. So that's probably why. The one man that you meet at the... Palestine? Mm-hmm. Oh. Victor? The Ripper Doc? No. Victor's a great character, too. I, I like Victor. The thing is, they do so much little details. See, I see Asia's giving me a look, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, Asia's giving me a look, y'all. And this is a look that I um, honed that she doesn't agree with me. But uh, I'm going to say, I don't I don't give an F. Because I think, the, I think um, for all my complaints about this game, there's a lot they do wrong. I think they do character and character interaction pretty well. I agree with you on that. I think my issue is I haven't gotten to that point yet. So, like, yeah. for me, I, I hard stopped after you speak with Takamura in the diner about what you want to do about the relic. So, I haven't gone down the Evelyn Judy route. I haven't gone down the Hellman route. Um, so, I, for me, the main, like, characters that have character are Victor the Ripper Doc, Jackie, um, and there aren't, like, a whole lot of people. Like, Delamain, the AI, I've gotten yeah. to know pretty well after his quest. Um... Um, but like I haven't really gotten into the character, so I think that'll change for me once I get further. Because right? Johnny Silverhand is a is love a Johnny. treat. Johnny is I love Johnny. He's so cool, uh, which is why I'm glad I got to the story where he's introduced and he's in your head. Oh, real quick, there was a really interesting moment where I'm walking down the street and there's a guy just playing guitar, and Johnny shows up and he just starts talking about how the guy's playing guitar. And oh. there's a moment where you and Johnny talk, and the guy's like, "Oh, you know, he's he's terrible playing guitar." And Johnny actually talks about why he's bad at playing guitar, but he's like, you can feel like. He has so much emotion he's putting into it. And it's just a moment where Johnny lets his, like, musician out. And you just talk to him. And it's just this thing that comes. And it's a really cool moment. There's a scene that um, I hated the person I was talking to. But the voice acting. And the one time I felt the emote was that scene. It's a scene you didn't get yet. And so I don't want to spoil too much of it. But it's like like the emoting and letting, letting it out. How they're feeling right now. The voice acting, there was no music playing, so it was just pure acting and just character work, and that's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's what I wanted more from V. That I feel like I get with all the other characters. Yeah, I think because the actor for V is really good, and and the moments where they do get to emote so far, I think work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think overall that that's what we have for the game. Uh, we do have some questions. Uh, wait, wait, let's. Let's uh let's get the official entertainment two score. Sure, yeah. Let's get our let's get our because I have mine was two one oh, two four. John, yours was uh sorry, can you scroll over left a little bit? Yes. Also, while we're counting this out, Asia, you had something to say? Oh no, I also been keeping tabs of the score. So I was ready with the dramatic reveal. Yeah, I went silver, bronze, bronze, silver. Oh, there it is. So, silver, three, two. So, silver, bronze, bronze, silver. Yeah. So, 
So we're probably gonna have some more scores. So ten for John, and seven. Wait, nine. Nine for Derek. And now we have to average those. Okay, and it's a good. It's like a seven point. That's about ten. If you add them together and then divide them by the number you're adding, it's yeah. about ten. Cool. It's like nine point five. Nine point five. So let's see what that ranks on our score. I want to say bronze. I also think bronze. Yep, that's a bronze. Not, yeah, 9.5 is bronze. Um, you, the, the way the system is set up, if you get uh, two bronzes, the highest you can get is bronze. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I think, to be honest though, seeing the, that we our score for Cyberpunk is bronze kind of just like gutturally feels low to me. Uh, which, which like I, I think the system is good, but I, I part of me wants to play it more so I can justify raising the scores up because it, it does feel yeah you're only uh, like a few for, I for as much crap as we're talking about this game I really like it I'm really enjoying it and I really want to play more of it um, I'll say um, I think I'm having a good time playing it sometimes um, but I was telling I was telling Asia and Sam that um, if a game if a game that I'm playing puts me to sleep. It's obviously not going to be a game for me. And I've fallen asleep many times. Really? Yeah. Where'd you fall asleep? Um, They're fall asleep standing up. Like, yeah. sitting up, like... Uh, I, fell, I fell asleep doing side quests, doing the main... Sneaking, doing the mission where you get Johnny Silverhand into your head. I fell asleep oh, in the middle of yeah. it. Uh, so, sneak is... Because do you have a silencer for any of your guns yet? I do. Okay, did you put, like, in a revolver? Um, I, yeah, put it on okay. a revolver. Because sneaking only works in this game if you have a really powerful revolver with a silencer. And then you Because in the beginning, I was like running around trying to find excuses to grab people, and you can't grab everyone. Some people will throw you off, and then you're detected. Um, once I got the silenced revolver, it kind of started working for me, and I kind of enjoy stealth. Uh, and I've done a mission, I've done missions like fully stealth, and I, I get into it, but it's like, it's kind of a toss up knowing. Whether or not, because I've had missions where it's like, okay, I'm stealthed, and these people I'm gonna grab in silence, but that guy's way too far away. I can never get to him. Let me just quick, you know, snipe him, and I'll shoot him, and he just doesn't die. And it's like, wish I knew that. I wish there was a way to lock on to like your cover by doing so. Yes. Because the thing is, you just like kind of floaty, like just standing there. It just it doesn't work with stealth for me. This yeah. is like the type of stealth I'm used to playing is like. Metal Gear Solid, which I'm really good at. Yeah, the Metal Metal good. Solid. Hitman is pretty good for stealth. Yeah. Uh, I think that it would have been better with it more. The problem is cover systems don't work well with first person, and first person stealth is just hard. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, again, I'm, I really am enjoying the game. I'm definitely going to play more. Uh, I definitely recommend this game if you have uh, a, a, like a, a nice system to play it on. Uh, if you have an Xbox uh, One S or X, I totally recommend it. If you're on an original Xbox, that's kind of Derek territory. But um, if you are expecting a fast-paced shooter, don't get this game. If you're expecting like a Call of Duty level like campaign, oh, okay. it's it, this is a slow game. Yeah, this is an RPG. So I say because the shooting elements for me at least go really fast-paced and it's really kind of intense. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's there's a lot of in between for the shooting. So I, I say that because a lot of my kids, a lot of my kids, uh, listen to the show. Um, also, don't play this game if you're a child. Yeah, this very is, explicit. This is a hard. Uh, is this an M rating or is I feel like it's X, right? Or, this is M rated, it, but M -rated? it feels like it should. I don't understand how they got M rated. I don't know how stuff. this is. Like, this should at least like an AO. Like, yeah, I don't. This is weird to me that this is an M rated. Like considering some of the other games that like straddle the line between M and A, mm -hmm. like. This is just 
crazy. Like it's it's nudity, like just yeah. straight up. Um, so I I can't say with confidence I I that I would recommend this game to everyone. Um, we'll get more of my thoughts on that once I like actually finish it. Yeah, I think if you've played The Witcher. Uh, and you also like first-person shooters, I think this is a good game to transition to. Because, it, you know, it is the same company. It, a lot of the mechanics kind of feel similar. If you, I can navigate the menus relatively well because I know the, the the menus for The Witcher. And I'm yeah. used to how the, the game just works. Like, I know how the, you know, the crafting system, I'm very familiar with how, the Witch, how it works in The Witcher, so I kind of get it here. Like, I'm familiar with what I'm supposed to be doing, even if they haven't really explained it to me. Uh, one other thing, uh, hacking. This is just more like a, a mechanical note. Um, when you're like hacking into stuff and you have to do like the letters where it's like, you know, 55, 1C, all that stuff. Uh, I didn't realize at the first, you can get cyber decks with more buffers. Um, oh. So it's like the reason, so like there'll be three rows and it's like, there's just not enough options to get all three. Mm-hmm. I was really it was like, so what am I supposed to do? Just choose. Um, it turns out if you have more, if you buy, it's called buffer and it lets you pick more options in that menu. You can get all three of them if you have enough options. Okay. So I just bought like the base is like four. I just bought a cyber deck. It was like basically all my money. I bought a cyber deck with eight buffers, uh, and that lets okay. me get a ton of stuff out and way more hacking. Uh, it gives me more options with stuff, more base RAM. So I look for say, bigger cyber decks. I do like the height hacking in the game. Yeah, I, I will say we didn't talk about this much, and we don't have a lot of time to go into it. It felt like a much better Watch Dogs Legion. It felt like what Watch Dogs wanted to be. Yeah. So how many questions should we get to? Um, the one I, that, I guess the one that we didn't Yeah, because I feel like some of these we've definitely covered, okay. and we can kind of just go through the ones that seem so, unique. Skylark 21, how does Night City compare to other open world games? How detailed is it? Um, I think Night City is somewhere in between the mythical concept of GTA 4's Liberty City and the actual GTA 4 Liberty City. Uh, where to me, you know, it, the kinds of, you know, everyone says, oh, it's a city, it's alive, and it's moving, it's real, and, you know, if you've ever gone back to GTA 4, it doesn't quite feel that anymore. Feel that um, but in a, you know, the idea people have of it, uh, I think it's somewhere in between there, because I think it's a really detailed city. It feels really distinct. Like, all the, the districts feel very distinct, and it feels like a, a bunch of different areas. Um, and you can tell, like, uh, for example, uh, Delamain HQ, the, the taxi cab, because that's most of the stuff I've done, is for that guy. Um, it's a very nice part of town. You don't notice, it's like little stuff where it's like, there's not a lot of assaults going on in that part of town. It's very nice. It's very, like, there's not a lot of litter. Uh, the buildings are very straight and like kind of classic futurist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not a lot of crime going on. Whereas if you go to somewhere like Pacifica, uh, it's kind of really weirdly laid out. It's very neon. It's a very different kind of future look. And like, I constantly heard gunshots. There's constantly just assaults in progress going on all over that area yeah. where it's like, it's the point where it's like you can't respond to all of them because you'll never do anything else. And it really sends home the idea of there's so much crime in this city, you just have to live with it. Um, as an open world aficionado, it's a, I've never, so the thing is, it's an open world game. There's a lot of people everywhere, but it feels so very empty to me. Yeah, parts that feel a little barren. And I think it's because there's not, like, a ton of stuff to do in the city. But also, I feel like it's okay for this game because they never set you up with the promise that 
you're going to be constantly interacting with a bunch of NPCs yeah. and like yeah. having befriending a bunch of like random civilians or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the NPCs feel like they're window dressing, and, and, they, and they're kind of supposed to be window dressing. Like you're not. It, this isn't Legion. You're not supposed to you know recruit any person off the street. It's you know they're just there to be in the background while you're doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we answered this question already. Yeah. This one. Does it feel like there's too much to do? Oh, this is Curly underscore 2020. Does it feel like there's too much to do? Are you bogged down with the number of activities available? Uh, I think activities as well as just like like boring like mini games to do. No, I don't think there's any of those. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to like side quests, the game loads you really early on with a ton of side quests. And I felt a little bogged down by that. And I just felt like part of me was just like, I need to clear all the side quests before I do anything else. Yeah. But there, there, there's no like darts. There's no mini, you know, there's no uh, billiards to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not like a, just a bunch of crap for you to go do and, and fill time. The Every level that you get higher, they add more quests to you. So it's just like, yeah. it's like I'm trying to go through all the side quests and I keep leveling up. They keep giving me more side quests. Yeah. And I'm like a level 13 now with like a, just a ton of side quests. Yeah, they just keep piling on. <laughs> And I think we answered this question. Because you guys talked. So there's like a question by Kong one 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 one. How does the game compare to Destiny or Titan's Fall? Because you guys touched on this. Yeah, it, it feels a lot kind of like a looter shooter in terms of the guns. Where it's like you're gonna get guns that have kind of randomized. They're all the same thing. But there's different kinds of guns, but the ones you can find they're randomized of their weapons and like the damage types. There's different damage types. There's like it does not feel like Titanfall. Other than like yeah, not, yeah, Titanfall, I don't think it much at all. Yeah. But Destiny, I the guns kind of feel that that system feels like Destiny's guns. Yeah, we answered that one. This one, um, we talked about that one already. Oh, the cl- clunky controls. Yeah, we we haven't done that yet. So Souls of Machines asked. I always thought Witcher's three controls felt a little bit clunky. How does Cyberpunk do in this department? Um. One, I didn't think Witcher 3 was that clunky, but I get it. It was kind of a, a little difficult to work. I didn't like the fighting in the Witcher 3. I, I, I love fighting in the Witcher 3. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bit weird. I thought it was really cool. Uh, this game is much less clunky. Uh, it's a first-person game, so movement is done really well. Uh, the fighting is still a little rough. I know fighting with blades is pretty easy. Fighting with fists is very buggy. There's a side quest where you have to do fist fights. It is uncomfortable. <laughs> But the, the movement itself is very good. Um, this one. By Carlito. Are there any dogs to pet? What's your fa- And also, what is your favorite weapon to use so far? You can pet cats. Yes, I haven't seen a dog. I did see a cat. I was able to pet, and that was awesome. Um, my favorite weapon is the katana. It, 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 what's your first? It's, it's the katana. katana is, it kind of feels awesome to use. Uh, there's also side quests where you have to hunt down people with cyber psychosis and a lot of them use blades mm-hmm. and it just turns into like a uh, a full-on like Sekiro sword fight and it's awesome it feels so cool to just be walking around and like all of a sudden you're using with katanas to fight it was amazing so I love that okay and Patsy221 asks how interactive are the NPCs and could you talk to literally anyone uh, most of the NPCs are not that interactive. Yeah, I'd say basically not at all. Unless you're doing a quest and there's a specific NPC they've like mm-hmm. put into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can technically literally talk to anyone in the sense of you can walk up to them and hit the X button and they'll give you a randomized response. It's funny because while watching you guys play, 
it's funny that the NPCs are very abrasive. Yes. They're very, like, they're not in the mood to talk to you. It's just like, when Derek was at the store, and he asked, like, hey, what do you recommend? And he's like, what do you recommend? I don't care. I had a really weird experience. When I was at Jackie's Ofrenda, uh, I was talking to some of the people there, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I can talk to this guy. And hey, X. And it was like just a random guy in the corner, and he was like, suck my dick. And I was like, oh man, this is not the place for that. Uh, and then, like, I was like, smarter to walk away, but I was still I guess, in his area. And he was like, back off, dude. And it was like, well, okay, calm down, man. So they, I don't think they put much consideration to what randomized stuff people say or where they are. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, unless they've kind of planted an NPC to be part of a quest, mm-hmm. it's just a script that they're, they're getting through from who, that kind of character type. Okay, and Naza 1995 asks, where does Cyberpunk sit on the best game of the last 10 years? It's it, not in top 10. Like, not in, probably not in... Uh, 10 years is like, since 2010. That's a lot it, of really good 10 games. years is a long time. It, it's also too early in the game to tell. Uh, we don't know what the online is going to be like, so it could be an online. I don't I really got there's an online section. Yeah. What will they even do? Because I have I, no I, idea. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Is everyone just going to have Keanu Reeves uh, in their mind? I'd, I'd love it if it's just everyone is Keanu Reeves, just a billion Johnny Silverhands. Uh, I think it's too way too early to tell how this game is going to stack compared to things from 10 years ago, which we know really well. Uh, I also don't have off the top of my head what I think the, the best games are in the last 10 years. There's a lot of good ones. Skyrim. Uh, was Skyrim 10 <laughs> 2011. Yeah, okay. So, it, 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 like, comparing Cyberpunk to Skyrim is just crazy. Uh, I would say in the last two years, I think Cyberpunk is pretty high on some stuff that's come out. Uh, uh, just in that there haven't been a lot of super high-quality games to come out. Uh, Asia, when did, when did uh, Persona 5 come out? Um, Persona 5 Royale came out last year, this year. Uh-huh. So, um, already not top. Hey, I'm not, Sorry. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's the best game. I, I'm saying, like, it, it would probably make a top ten of, like, the last year. Um, it'd be low, but yeah. I think I think fine. I wouldn't say that it much. Needs time to, it needs room to breathe. Well, also, I I can't think. I can't list ten names right now of, of games that I think are like the best of the last year. I'm kind of blanking on stuff. Um, I, I had someone tell me that this was the best year for video games, and <laughs> I told the I told that to uh, Asia and Sam, and I think that's a ridiculous statement. That's crazy. Because there, <laughs> I, I can't think of anything that's come out this year. I was like, I was like oh, Watch Dogs Legion. And like Hades. I um, heard was really good. I hear Hades is... The thing is, CD Projekt Red was going to push back Cyberpunk because they, they want Cyberpunk to get Game of the Year for something. And they didn't want, want to compete to go, against Hades? They didn't want to compete against Hades. Because Hades is a babe. What is Hades? It is a roguelike game. Yo, how? Yeah. I feel like it's been everywhere. I haven't heard anything. I've literally never... I, I didn't know that was a game until you guys yeah. just said that. It is a, the thing is, John, I don't think it's a game for you. Probably not. It's it's a roguelike game. It's on the PC and it's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a retelling of Greek mythology as someone, tra- as someone is traveling through Hades. That kind of feels uh, bad. And it is like... It's getting like industry acclaim. Uh, and CD Projekt Red, uh, the inner memo for CD Projekt Red is that they wanted to beat Hades, and they weren't sure if Cyberpunk could do it. No, that's fair. I don't think I, this is de- this is not game of the year. I don't know what is game of the year. Uh, I haven't we played enough games Chronicles this year. Book it's funny too, because but... we have the East Dewey's coming up. Yeah, East so I'm, I'm gonna have to do my homework before the the before the East Dewey's. Oh, I think that's our last question. This is a good talk. Yeah, nice. I, I I've been enjoying Cyberpunk. I'll say that. I think. For me, as someone who paid full price for the game, I think it's worth the cost of entry, uh, and I, I think that's that's all I can ask from a game. Just be just be worth the price of entry, 
because not every game gets that. And so I, I'm I'm happy with how it is. And I'm excited to play more. Oh, I wonder if it's remiss to of us to go this entire like a uh, review without mentioning just kind of like the crunch time that the developers put through that CD Projekt Red said that they weren't yeah, going to cool. put them through. Um, yeah, they they had this whole big controversy across the entire year. In June, they were like, yeah, promise, we're not going to do crunch, crunch time anymore. And then, in, uh, and then in September, they were like, yeah, mandatory crunch time for everyone. Yeah, it's, it's... CD Projekt Red has a lot of goodwill with gamers, but as far as the industry is concerned, it, it needs to be improved. And I, I, all studios have this, but it's important, while we're talking about CD Projekt Red, they have this problem. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, as someone, I'm a teacher, um, teachers know a lot about crunch time because they expect you to get paid without, like, doing stuff on your weekends. Um, and the same person who told me that's, that this is the best year for gaming also told me that um, they don't mind about crunch time because... Uh, the employees agree to it? Yeah, the thing is... If your boss asks you, like, hey, do you mind staying after your shift to finish some stuff? It feels like it's always an implied... You have you're to gonna be... gonna stay after yeah. to finish this thing. And it's just like, if you ever decide with a million-dollar corporation over the rights of workers... Um, you're in the wrong. Rethink your value. Yeah. Because it's like, I, you know, yes, Cyberpunk was delayed a whole bunch of times, and no one wants to see it delayed again. But I also rather have people have, like, comfortable work-life balance than a game come out sooner. Yeah. The other thing is I was reading that during those delays, it's not like crunch time went down, which is something I was surprised about. Because when you think delays, you think, okay, they're giving more time. It's just that they were working that crunch time that long through yeah. the delays. Uh, I, oh, sorry. And I wonder, like, as we're seeing kind of the landscape of gaming change with, like, the... I feel like the price differences, paying attention to how employees mm -hmm. and developers are uh, treated and the products that are being pushed out and when they're pushed out and what they look like when they're pushed out, whether they're completely polished and finished or not and all that stuff. I wonder how much of a place acknowledging just kind of like, for lack of better words coming to me right now, the work ethic of the studio themselves should play into reviews when reviewing things and if and how it can affect the score itself of the game. Because at what point is giving a game that put its employees through a ridiculous amount of crunch time a really high rating, mm -hmm. just kind of like encouraging that sort of thing? Or yeah. does it encourage it at all? And if and there's anything from like a reviewer standpoint that like someone can do to make like a comment about that? See, I think, so I think the act of reviewing should just take in the product that you're getting. Yeah. But it takes on the term of like the people reviewing it to also point it out. Yeah, I think I think it, it's important to take the time like we're doing now to discuss the issues and make it known. But I think it should be a little bit separate from the actual review of the product. Because it's the same thing with movies, where it's just like I rate a lot of Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino movies pretty highly within my own like rating scale. I hate Tarantino the person, and I always talk about how much I hate Tarantino the person and how his practice of filmmaking I don't agree with. Uh, yeah, so I think there's definitely a discussion to be had about that. Uh, it's a difficult conversation to have. Because uh, also, part of me just when I think about it, like 
you know, this game was what, originally scheduled to come out in April of this year. Like, with how messed up the game is, I shudder to think what state the game was in April. Like, if they had launched then... I feel like it still needs another year. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, it still needs way more time, but, like, I just, I can't imagine what this game looked like back in April. Where it was, like, when it was, should have initially come out. Not to drop a bomb at the end of the podcast that could fill another podcast, but I just wanted to make sure we mentioned it before uh, signing out. No, it's worth talking about. I think it's, it's something important to discuss. Uh, I want to go into more when I like, finish the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when we finish the game, we're going to do a review, but we're actually going to do like the full like discussion. Yeah. So, yeah. But these are our thoughts on Cyberpunk. Let us know what you would agree with uh, in the comments below and any thoughts you have. Uh, if there's something that we uh, skipped over you guys want to talk about, uh, let us know. We, we would love to hear all kind of stuff. Bye-bye. Bye. Farewell.